Josh Bertaccini joining us, the voice of that part of the country. I've been waiting a long time for this. The moment you've been waiting for. JB, maybe you can do commentary live. And the show that everyone's been talking about. Not the game that I go out there and die for and play every game like it's my last. It's time for the real NWA JP. At least I work the place that you can find when you're looking for it. Follow, watch, and listen across social media at the real NWA JP. Okay, all right, it's all about the little things. Streaming live on YouTube, Podbean, and worldwide at therealnwajp.com. You were man on fire last night on the post game. Your boy is back. I'm back! And so is football season. This is primetime television here, folks. Here's your host, Josh Bertaccini. Thanks for being here. Real NWA JB coming at you from Team B Media's Bunker Studio. You're in the heart of Razorback Lane, Fayetteville, Arkansas, USA, baby. Boy, JB, Josh Bertaccini hanging out in studio. We'll do it for an hour and a half or so. Sometimes a little longer, sometimes a little shorter, but you know our standard hour and a half run at you. We'll bring it the full distance on that front here today. You can call in by subscribing on Podbean Live and giving us a holler during the show. We've got some other stuff up our sleeve, including some predicted options as far as the caller stuff's concerned, but that's still still a little bit of a a ways away. So right now, you got to follow the rules as we have them. If you're not on the show already, you're listening on your friend's, you know, Bluetooth or in a car with somebody else, and you're like, man, JB, he's my boy. He's back, baby. Well, we never really went away. We just evolved. We just changed and moved it forward a little bit. I wouldn't say we reinvented the wheel here, but we got back after it and we built our own studio and so far so good. Just a couple months in. So we do the morning hangout live for 90 minutes with a Razorback focus as always, because nobody else is giving you that, even though that's a travesty, but that's not my problem. That's to my benefit. And then of course, for 90 minutes after each and every Razorback football and basketball game, as we have done for the better part of the last 17 years, that's a lot of time in Arkansas, my friends. And I wouldn't have spent all this time here unless it was my home, unless I loved it, which I obviously do talking with y'all each and every day, pretty fantastic thing. And so we'll do it here today on a Tuesday, the 24th of October. It is indeed 2023. So we barrel into the future and find ourselves getting late with Arkansas Razorback football. The Hogs have not had close to kind of the season we thought they might. Things have gotten a little wonky here for your head hog, Sam Pittman, here of late. And had the chance to get out to the press conference yesterday and get a couple of questions in for the head hog himself. So I will, I will play back. What, about 10 minutes? We, we got to chop it down to the 10-minute essence of the whole deal because those pressures, you know, and I appreciate, you know, being in the room and all that as one of the last journalists left standing, all five of us. Although there were like 10 people yesterday. You saw some newbies in the room because they smelled blood in the water with the firing of Dan Enos. But um, it's about a 35, 40-minute back and forth. It's not one person rambling. I think a lot of the questions are rambly too, but it goes on for a while. So on a show like this, we don't have near the time to play it for you. Plus, why would we do that? You can go out on the YouTubes or wherever and find the whole drawn-out deal and listen to that and waste your time whenever you want. Or or you could just put this show on your digital radio and get all the latest at Arkansas Razorback Land every day. It's tight. 
It's neat, and you get it done and on your way. And now you've got all the ladies in Razorback Lane, and you're one up. And folks, in every conversation you're going into, that can be a very valuable social tool, my friends. And you know what I'm talking about. We are excited for another People's Post Game Show, but not for football. Coming up this week at Arkansas and Purdue Basketball, we are angling for a short go-round on the hoop side. I think about a half an hour run. I don't think we're going to go much longer than that. We'll just get a, a nice freebie look for y'all at our Saturday Basketball Post Game Show. Still, what, two months in front of our conference Saturday basketball season, but it's a big hoops game around the corner. So while today... We will play back that Sam Pittman presser sound, chop down to the 10-minute the essentials as we have for you on every Tuesday show all season long. We're also going to start to talk some more basketball because we need to because it's not all doom and gloom because you can't tell me the sky is falling just because your football team's having a bad season. If that's the case, I don't know how you made it this long in Arkansas Razorback land in the first place. Would you like me to show you what it's like at the New York Jets party every year? Exactly. No, you would not. And calling it a party was misleading. Um, where do you want to go here? You want to go presser sound early? I think we will. In 10 minutes, we'll play that back, and then we'll respond to it, okay? Thoughts out of me here. Sam Pittman pondering the future, explaining the decision to fire Dan Enos a little bit more yesterday, talking about it. You know, in slightly veiled terms, but also doing what he has to do as the head coach who's trying to save his job and get another year next year. He's got to throw Dan Enos under the bus. This is how it goes. Heads have got to roll. You got to whack somebody. You got to make somebody take a fall here. That's the only way to stem the tide. And frankly, it's the only way to make the masses feel right now like you still give a damn. Because I think one of the things we see a lot right now out of Frustration City here in Razorback land is it almost feels at times like Sam Pittman is checked out. Like he is maybe not as invested in whether or not his team wins or losing as you or me or, you know, Joe and Jennifer down the block when the fans potentially care more about winning and or losing than the head coach himself. You got yourself a big problem. So, you know, we said it on the people's post game on Saturday night. It was a fact. And I'll say it again right now. Changes had to happen. They continue to have to happen. And offensive coordinator, to me, is just the tip of the iceberg. Now, based on what we're going to listen back to here in a few minutes, I will say out loud to you that I don't think there are going to be any more changes this season. Not before the year is over. You know, and obviously, if the team were to miraculously win out in November, which is just not going to happen, I think opposite direction, but if that were to happen, you'd be in a position where I don't think you'd have to worry about any changes before bowl season because clearly whatever you did worked. But that's not going to be the case. This team will not be playing in a bowl game this year. They're going to be home twiddling their thumbs and, you know, and studying for final exams and being real students and then uh, going hanging out with their families at the holidays instead of football fans. It's, um, though I'm sure their families are football fans too. It's a tough time for Arkansas Razorback football to figure out the intricacies, the details on the exit strategy, not only for this season, but I think for Sam Pittman as well. And, you know, let me again always be that guy who takes the heat. That's fine. But I'll say the things that need to be said. I think the writing is on the wall for Sam Pittman as the head coach of the Arkansas Razorbacks. I find it unlikely 
that he will be back as the head coach next year, though not impossible or improbable even. I, I think that's still up in the air because he's so well-liked. But I think at some point here, whether it's right after this season or it's next year or it's even the year after, you've got yourself a head coach who's not a next-level guy. He's not going to elevate you to something beyond yourself. I don't think you're ever contending for SEC titles and eight, nine-win seasons. With Sam Pippen as your head coach, I just don't. There's no fall to Sam's. I think he's a heck of a guy, um, easy to talk to, be in a room with, have a conversation with. But a lot of the concerns that I expressed early on when he was hired, it was not Lane Kiffin or Eli Drinkwitz, it was Sam Pittman, who Hunter Yurchek went after the hardest. And when the Lane Kiffin thing looked a little expensive, well, wait, we got a, we got a deal here on the hometown guy. Now, Pittman did it first much better than I thought he would. I mean, he brought a sense of we care to the table here at Arkansas. And then you saw them catch some breaks for once in that second year. But since then, this thing has continued to unravel. The last two years have been bad, real bad. And this year, it just looks completely dysfunctional. So getting rid of Dan Enos is a start. I think obviously Cody Kennedy is going to need to go, the OL coach, who is Sam's one of his best friends. But I don't think you're going to see that move this year. I threw that at Sam later in the press conference. Like our, our coach is auditioning for jobs. He's like, I think we made our move here. I think we've already made our change. I'm not firing anybody else. I'm, I'm not asking about firing. I'm just saying literally, like, do you need to reassign some duties even? Something else needs to happen. And the head hawk himself right now has got to be on the hot seat, whether or not you believe he should get one more year. Let's just remember this. The biggest issue I have with giving a guy another year when you already pretty much know what the upside is and what they're working with. The biggest issue I have is that you come out on the other side and you got the same guy as your head coach. Like the trajectory is not fixed. It's not better. It hasn't trended into a good place by keeping Sam Pittman as the head coach. So I don't know. That's an option. Bringing him back, having him hire another offensive coordinator and taking a third swing at it. Most head coaches don't get that many swings at it. They don't. Most head coaches Get themselves, you know, a grace year if things don't go well, if they've had a good year. And he already got that one last year. This year has been a shot to the gut. No question about it for Arkansas Razorback football fans. And your quarterback's regressed. Your offense is, you know, about as bad a Razorback offense as we've ever seen. You're wasting, and that's really the irony here, the sadness, is that you're wasting a really good year out of your defense. But maybe that's part of the argument for Sam Pittman getting another year is he figured out the defense a little bit and made a mistake on offense. And now you throw Danny Enos under the bus. You talk about his issues, which we'll hear in the press conference in a moment. Sam throwing Enos under the bus because he has to, amongst other things. And um, Sam saying it's time for me to get involved more on the offensive line. Well, where was that the last couple of years? I don't know. It's all very odd. Question of the day is up. Get one of those out there for you before we come back and play you some nuts and bolts of the Sam Pittman stuff yesterday. Question of the day, do you think, will Sam Pittman be back at Arkansas for the 2024 season? Will Sam Pittman be back at Arkansas for the 2024 season? Obviously, yes and no are options. 
You also have probably and unlikely as options. So we'll go yes, probably, unlikely, or no. Which are four pretty different things when more or less we're asking you a yes or no question. It is almost 20 past the top of the hour. Thank you so much for finding this program. If you have already, you're smart. You're good looking. And I'm thinking people like you in general because you're, you're one of those folks who's not rattled by change and technology. And uh, good for you at The Real NWAJB on the tweets, the Facebook, the Instagram. Uh, you name it, we're out there and uh, streaming it live. Podbean, YouTube at TheRealNWAJB.com and your post-show podcast, Apple, Spotify, Google, and so many other places. We'll take a quick break. When we come back in four minutes, Sam Pittman tells you what he thinks, explains some moves, and you're not going to want to miss this. That's next. Stick around. When it's time to feast down with your crew, you got to go to Golden Corral, a family-friendly buffet chain featuring all-you-can-eat American food. They're open 11 a.m. to 9 p.m. every weekday. Weekend starting that delicious breakfast buffet at 7.30 on Saturdays and Sundays. There's not a better location for a restaurant around, right where Main Drive in Johnson meets College Ave in Fayetteville. GoldenCorral.com, online for the full menu. Golden Corral at 4507 North College Ave, proud sponsor of JB's Arkansas Razorback coverage all season long. Hey folks, this is Matt Reese from Sign Studio. We are Northwest Arkansas's largest sign company, and we can be there for any of your signage needs. I am so excited to be a part of JB's Razorback football coverage all season long. He is a Jets fan, but he's actually an okay guy too. When he asked me for help with business cards, show signs, and marketing advice, I was there for him because that's what I do. I help people brand their businesses with the best sign production in Northwest Arkansas. Call me today, Sign Studio, 479-250-4844. When you want to make it a special night, make it a Herman's night. They've got the best baby back ribs in town, and their steak, mm, second to none. Barley, chicken, grilled salmon, you've got to see the menu for yourself. Herman's is located at 2901 North College Ave, right in the heart of Fayetteville. Their staff is super friendly, and their catering game is strong. See them on Instagram, at Herman's Rib House. For a great meal, it's Herman's in Fayetteville. If you don't know, now you know. When it's 5 o'clock, or you just want to blow off some steam, or maybe just see some familiar faces. Folks, I'm talking about Brewskies on Dixon in Fayetteville. It's been my favorite watering hole for a long time, and I think you'll love it too. Brewskies has an awesome array of beverages. They're located in the heart of Razorback land at 408 Dixon Street, and their staff, well, it's top-notch tremendous. Look for food nights from great local chefs as well. Follow on Instagram for more info at Brewskies Draft. Proud sponsor of The Real NWA, JB. When the game is in the books and the crowd heads home, it's time for the People's Post Game Show with JB. Streaming live on the Podbean app and YouTube at The Real NWA JB. 90 minutes of post game reaction to what just happened in your Razorback game. Calls, texts, and social media reaction, plus sound from the Hedgehog himself. It's the People's Post Game Show, 15 minutes after every Razorback game. Live on YouTube and Podbean, a TV media production. Streaming live on YouTube, Podbean, and worldwide at TheRealNWAJB.com. Making it happen on a Tuesday. So good to have you on board. Josh Bertuccini with you in studio, and we are getting it done. 
here on Podbean Live. Download the app. It's easy to find in the app store. It's a free download, and away you go with it. You got your favorite sports talk radio show, and you're Bluetoothing it in the mornings or the evenings or whatever the case may be. Um, Y'all have been fantastic as we wrap Approaching 1,000 listeners daily, well over 20,000 in our first two months. And, of course, Arkansas, 80% of y'all residing in this fine place. So, you know, it's an Arkansas kind of show. Razorback focus. Hogs getting ready for a swing, right, at at a bye week. I hope they don't lose this one. I think probably not. But then it's Florida on the road the week after. Four games left to go. And you wonder how much is left in the tank here. We'll get to Sam Pittman's sound in a moment. Basketball plays Purdue on Saturday. It's an exhibition game, but we're going to treat it like it's a real game. Don't get anybody hurt now, but we're going to treat it like it's a real game. So that'll be a nice little bye week deal there in the middle as we get late in this football season for sure. And then there is, of course, baseball. We had a big day yesterday with huge victories for the road teams. Texas, one of the most up and down seasons I've ever seen. But they find a way to win that series against Houston. Incredible stuff. Winning the first two, losing three straight at home, winning the next two. The road team winning every single game in that series, which is just completely bizarro land. Texas's offense is killing it. They're going to be a tough out for anybody in the World Series. And we don't know who it's going to be yet. Will it be Arizona or will it be Philly? Last night, Arizona jumping all over Philly and winning that game and taking it to a Game 7. So Game 7 tonight in the National League, and this could be a, you know, could be a Rangers-Diamondbacks World Series. Who had that one going in? Niners-Vikings last night. Minnesota pulls off a minor upset at home, 22-17 to there. Let's get to Sam Pittman's sound. Had the chance yesterday to get to the, the pressure, as we have every Monday the last few months. And I'll tell you what, it was an interesting atmosphere in the room, to say the least. But Pittman giving you some insight on the termination of Dan Enos, talking a little bit about how he intends to correct some of the things that have gone wrong. Let's listen in. Here we go. Sam Pittman yesterday. Hey, Coach. How are you? How are you? Good. Good afternoon. I think the first thing, and maybe I can eliminate some of your questions, would be on Dan Enos. First thing I want to say is Dan worked extremely hard, was in the building all the time, put a lot of hours into it and things of that nature. It just it just wasn't working. Yesterday morning, we decided to uh, go ahead and let Dan go. Yesterday after that, briefly after that, well, I had a meeting with the offensive staff and called a lot of recruits. We're going to have Kenny Guyton move to quarterbacks, and he'll call the plays, and Derek Keefe, will be the wide receiver coach. He obviously was in that system at uh, Alabama. Uh, So that would be that. I've been in meetings yesterday and today with the offensive staff. We're trying to eliminate some of the uh, volume that we have offensively. Obviously, it was important that we stayed in-house so we wouldn't have a lot of terminology and things. we got to give our kids a chance to win. It just seems that nothing ever came easy for us uh, this year. Uh, We've got to do some things differently, and one of it is cut down the volume that we have, and uh, we'll go from there. Coach, why do you think it didn't work? I think a lot of coaching has to do with enthusiasm, spirit, wanting to run through a wall for different people. We just really never had that on the offensive side of the ball. If you look at it, 
defensively. You know, there's a lot of that there. I think you can get guys to play better than maybe even what their talents are if they believe in you. And and to be honest with you, until this season, that has been a, I think, a positive about me that, you know, guys seem to want to play and, and those things of that nature. And they've got it going on defense, so I know it's possible to do. We have a lot of similar players that we've had in the past. It just never clicked and, and it really never did and so this is not a move for any other reason than it just wasn't working it's not a move to can the season we've got a really good defense if our offense can go out and function and function well we still have games that we can win and we need to so i can't really put a finger on it except Our kids weren't as motivated, and that can go on me as well. Our kids weren't as motivated to play as what I have seen in the past. I mean, you could tell the way we took the field on Saturday that it was like, you know, and I can remember being on the headset going, "Are we? what are we doing? I mean, it's almost like a bum, 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 as we're going out there. And we were in the game the entire game. It just didn't feel like it. And, uh, Mississippi State had a great game plan and all that, but we didn't adjust. We've lost our spirit, and there's a lot to be said about that. Maybe going back to some of the things that's worked for you guys in the past. Yeah, I don't think we're going to see anything that we haven't done this year. Uh, I think we may do more of some things that we've done a few times. And then, you know, you could see a faster pace and some things of that nature. But our volume is what we're cutting down so we can do something really well. You know, when you're doing a, a large volume, you're not practicing the fundamentals as much as you should. You're practicing looks and uh, everybody has to get better fundamentally, pad level, all that kind of difference, protecting the quarterback at running back, all these type things. Do you think maybe this will ease KJ's mind? Maybe there was too much on KJ's plate in his mind for how he operates? Well, the system was really good. And like I say, Dan's a really good football coach. We just didn't click in it. You know, when he came from Maryland, they had great success over there in their offenses. But I do think that we've got to allow KJ to take some of the things off his plate that we were obviously trying to teach him for now and for his future because he's not playing fast. And he's not as accurate throwing the football as what he has been in the past. And some of those things have to be mentally. They, they have to be mental. And, and we've got to take some things off his plate as well. What was Kenny's reaction? What are his strengths maybe, do you think, as a communicator? Talked about it briefly about that. I think he's more comfortable on the sideline. I said, well, you just, we just better put up a hell of a game plan. And I'll be in each one of those meetings as well. The defense, they're doing good without me. Just briefly, the conversation, he felt more comfortable on the sideline. And then, like, what you think of him as a communicator with the guys? Well, I know he's been really good at handling his room, and that's 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 a guy that's respected. He has uh, a lot of motivation. He was excited when I talked to him about it. The guys in the room were excited for Kenny. You know, I thought about it a lot. You know, Saturday night, you know, which way I was going to go, how I was going to go, and things of that nature. And uh, bringing somebody in from outside right now didn't make a lot of sense to me, simply because, I mean, to me, that's more of giving up on the season 
And this is not what we're doing. We're just trying to make a change. Hopefully we can get our kids to play a little faster and, and tougher and things of that nature. With the scheme that Eno's had, do you think that maybe that contributed to some of the offensive line issues this year? I mean, hell, we've got offensive line issues, back issues, running route issues, tight end issues. Dan took the blunt of it on that, but we all haven't been coaching as well as we have in the past. We haven't. I don't know what the reason was. I wish I did. We'd had it fixed by now. And we're playing good enough defense to win football games, and we're not doing it. So we've got to figure out how to score one more point than they do. And however ugly it is, it's ugly. But winning ain't ugly. This stuff we've been through is terrible. And you haven't just gone through this this past offseason looking for a new offensive coordinator. I mean, were there guys you talked to this past cycle that you could reach out to again? Or No, I had talked to some because KB had had a couple different jobs, you know, so I had talked to some people. Um, Different people come available after – each year, you know, some guys might not have been available last year that I knew that might be available this year, depending on whether they're on a team that's fired or whether they're just decided no last year might be yes now. So the greatest thing about me moving all over the world is I know a whole bunch of people. So we'll see. What gives you confidence that he'll, you know, he can step into the situation and start calling? Well, he knows the offense. I mean, you know, obviously he's going to need some help probably in the run game, which his expertise would be the pass game as a wide out. Now, he's a very intelligent guy. Obviously, I felt like he knew both. Uh, obviously, I thought he was the most intelligent guy in the whole offensive package. And so that's why I went with him. He's very intelligent. You can tell that even in the last two meet yesterday and today's meeting that I feel like he'll do a really good job. I think I saw Rocket on the sideline. At least I saw photos of Rocket. Is that a good sign? Maybe he's back in the fold or coming? Well, he never left the fold. Rocket's getting rehab in Dallas, and he'll be back whenever he gets healthy. I don't know when that is. And then doing some of the things that you mentioned wanting to do, does that kind of take stress off your plate? I got to be better at whatever my responsibilities are, and there's a bunch of them, you know, no matter what the situation is. I'd lie to you if I told you that some of the things that were going on didn't affect me. That's not an excuse. That's my job to, you know, not have a field goal team out there in time to kick the, the field goal. That's uh, doesn't matter what's going on. That's that's unacceptable. But I'm real confident that we can get it back to what is a respectable plus for the for the state of Arkansas. And to be honest with you, that's really all I'm worried about. I'm not worried about my job. I'm not worried about I'm worried about the damn state of Arkansas and having them proud of our football team. And hell, I'm not right now. And I know they ain't. And I get it. I'm the only one that can change it. So we're going to work like hell to get that done. You talked about competition. Is that something right now with the coaching staff you feel like it's not just a player's thing, but coaches are competing for their spots too right now? You mean to get fired or not? Or? Like you said a moment ago, people want to be here. You feel like internally too, people need to show you they want to be here. Yeah, I mean, I, I think that's the whole thing. I mean, the life was out of the building. And uh, for whatever reason, we got to get it back.
Was this move and something you've been thinking about? Like, I might have to do this if things don't get better. Then the open date obviously gives you extra time. Or I don't think anybody makes decisions like that just after we score three points. You know what I mean? A lot of things go into that. Conversations, communication, all, a lot of things go on that other than this we scored three points. You never want to do that because, you know, you're saying really, well, he's the problem. That's not the case. He... We've got a lot of things we need to fix, but I felt like this is the best way for us to win games. And so it didn't just come across my mind on Saturday. Sam Pittman at length yesterday, giving you a feel for this Arkansas Razorback football program, giving us some thoughts behind the scenes on why the Dan Enos move had to happen. A lot of talk about not having the energy, the enthusiasm, the spirit, not reflecting that in his daily attitude. And you heard me get a couple questions in there, one at the end about like, are these guys, are your coaches auditioning right now? Absolutely, coaches and players. I'm not going to fire anybody else, but I'm the man to make the decisions, and I hope I'm back next year. He sure talks like he thinks he's going to come back, doesn't he? What do you think? Is Sam Pittman back in 2024? Our question of the day at the Real NWAJB. Appreciate the heck out of every last one of y'all. Barreling into the fall, one week till Halloween. World Series almost set. How about those Rangers? We'll talk a little more about that. You want to get a call in? It's be a nice spot as well right after the break. JB from the Bunker Studio coming at you. NWA's number one sports talk show, The Real NWA JB. We're back. On the square in Fayetteville, Hugo's is an institution. A basement burger den with a funky vibe. Great food, casual American eats, and a big-time beer selection as well. Check out Hugo's every day of the week except Sunday. Open 11 a.m. to 10 p.m. See their delicious food game online as well in pictures at Hugo's Fayetteville on Instagram. When you want a great meal in an awesome location, it's Hugo's on the square in downtown Fayetteville. Hey! Hey guys, it's Brian Small. I'm the owner of Gravity Design Labs, a proud sponsor of JB's new show. When he needed help with his big rebrand, I was the first person he called, and he still talks about my design work every day. Well, the truth is, I can help you with your project too. From high quality graphic design work to branding new businesses or rebranding an existing business to web design, social media, marketing, and more. See my stuff for yourself on Instagram at Gravity Design Labs. And don't be afraid to reach out. I'm a diehard Razorback fan too. Go Hogs! If you need help in a difficult situation, reach out to Mock Legal Solutions. They have a passion for family law, and they will always be in your corner. Listen to their core principles. Affordability, accessibility, convenience, and results. Mock Legal Solutions of Fort Smith. Real advice at a reasonable price. Call or text 479-769-1505. Or email mocklegalsolutions at gmail.com. Folks, thank you so much for making our new program, The Real NWA JB, part of your daily routine already. Live at 7 a.m. every morning, Monday through Friday, for 90 minutes, talking Razorbacks and everything else in the wide world of sports. We do the show live on the Podbean app, and you can too, by using Bluetooth in your car or at home. We work on smart speakers, podcasts available anytime you want, Spotify, Apple, and more. It's The Real NWA JB, there for you, the people. Appreciate you listening. If you can, do us a favor and tell a friend too.
intense party rentals. Whether you're planning a catered affair, corporate event, town festival, wedding, or a banger backyard party, you've come to the right place. Rain or shine, indoors or out, intense party rentals. Arkansas's finest tent and party rental company. Call us at 479-231-8568 or see our stuff on Instagram at Intense Party Rentals. Ooh, pig suey. Your boy is back, and so is football season. So good to have you on board the show. If you have found us, you're smart. You don't take no for an answer. You've evolved in the Sports Talk Radio show you use for bits and pieces to get your day started. We're still here, baby. We've just become something different. We've taken the next step. We've transformed. We've metamorphosized. That's what we've done. Uh, Follow, listen, watch, subscribe at The Real NWAJV. Man, Sam Pittman, what'd you think about the press conference yesterday, huh? Saying it was not working with Dan Enos from the jump. Well, what took so long, Sammy boy? Never reflected the energy, spirit, nor the enthusiasm that is necessary to get a football team to run through a brick wall for you. And I thought very revealing stuff when the head hog said it it never clicked. It just never happened. And he was the guy who brought Dan Enos in and touted him. I mean, we're all wrong about things all the time. But Sam Pittman's the guy who brought him in and touted him as the great solution for the offense. The big answer. The prodigal son returns. That kind of deal, right? Well, not so much. Dan Enos was a ghost. He was Mr. Invisible. You didn't see him on the sidelines, which we hear Kenny Guyton intends to do. I think that's a, a good move. Be a real presence in the face of your offense. I mean, not having an OC on the side. Kendall Browse was on the sideline the last few years. You can't tell me that doesn't help. Danny knows every time they panned up to the press box during the games, it was a stuffed animal, like in that Ted movie. You're like, that's Danny knows? Where is this guy? He's gone now. $1.1 million buyout. Not too much get him packing. That's chump change these days for the boosters that be. It's not positive for a team to have to make that move during the season. Um, I don't think there will be any more moves. I know on our people's post game on Saturday, we talked about changes needed to happen with the OC and the O-line coach and Sam Pittman get a little more hands on there. I think he gave you two out of three. The OC is gone and the O-line coach will stay around for another month because Sam needs, you know, a buddy to hang out with while things get hot on the outside. I understand. But, um, but I think he gone after the year or at least we'll be strongly encouraged to seek employment elsewhere with Cody Kennedy. And then as far as, you know, Sam Pittman, that's our question of the day today, y'all. What does the future hold for the head hog himself, for Sam Pittman, with a 3-7 and seven first year and an 8-4 and four second year with a bowl win on top of it, a 6-6 six and six third year with a bowl win on top of it? Is he still the guy? Is he still the right guy to get Arkansas Razorback football to the seeming never-ending, across the never-ending 
ocean of uh, of losing and mediocrity that they seem to encounter constantly. Now the other programs, I understand. You know, you win all the time at track and fields. You're good at soccer. You have a softball program that's really good now. You have women's women's basketball is not very good, but men's basketball is great. You got a lot. Baseball's unbelievable. You got a lot of programs on the U of A campus. Gymnastics isn't that bad. A lot of programs on the U of A campus who are really, really good. And you know what? Most people don't care about those programs. Just the facts. Some do. Some do. Some people love those sports. It's great. I love hockey. Razorback hockey guy has a couple fans show up to the games. That's awesome. Most people don't care about hockey. It's not an insult. What's the point here? Football's the cash cow of the kingdom. Football generates well over $120 million in revenue a year. Football funds the other sports I just mentioned. Just a fact. Basketball adds to the the black too, right? You're on the positive side of the the line of that one in terms of, you know, making money or losing money. Baseball just a little bit helps you too, but mostly it's a football thing. That's where the big money comes from. That's where 75,000 tickets a game are sold with, you know, 20, 30,000 having increasing uh, donations, air quotes, attached to them, parking, concessions. I mean, it's it's unbelievable. Tailgate spots, all the rest of it. The money that's generated by football is incredible. It feels like Arkansas just can't tap into that well right now. Um, you were doing a little bit of it, certainly with Bobby Petrino, and there used to be some some days back in the day when Arkansas Razorback football you know, one here or there a little bit. I'm thinking Ken Hatfield. I'm thinking, you know, you go back Lou Holtz and Frank Broyles. But it's never been consistent. Seems like it's the never-ending story of Arkansas Razorback fo- uh, football. Where's Falcor when you need him? The big flying dragon dog thing. And I'm not. I'm never going to show my kids that movie, by the way. We used to watch that when I was a kid a lot. This is just a weird, scary movie. Um, who's going to get you across the abyss? Will Sam Pittman be back at Arkansas for the 2024 season? What do you think? Early voting. Twitter and Facebook. And yes, getting 40% of the vote. No, getting 12% of the vote. Probably getting 32% of the vote. And unlikely getting... 16% 16% of the vote. So what do you have here? Three out of four people think Sam Pittman's done on Twitter. Either yes or probably. One out of four say, no, not yet. But I wonder what you think you're holding on to if you bring Sam Pittman back at this point. I mean, doesn't it feel like his race has been run? Doesn't it? A little bit? My goodness. And I'm getting the right and say, Terrence saying, I can't listen to other radio shows because they're not honest and you have the voices of the team lying to you. You said it, my friend. You said it. I think there's a lot of truth in that, the way you framed it. I mean, you might like a voice, but it doesn't mean you, the content relates to you. How about Facebook.com slash the real NWAJB? You need people talking real right now. You need me on that wall. You want me on that wall. You can't handle the truth. Let's go. Brandon says, JB, it all depends on the new OC hire. Does it? Channing. Channing, no, he has to win three of the last four and will be lucky to win one. Channing, but where are you at, Channing? You haven't been around a lot lately. I like, I like hearing from you today. Get up Channing and Huntsville on board. Folks are creeping back around. That's good. You're always welcome to come creeping, okay? Not in like a personal, private, invasive way, but 
As far as the show's concerned, absolutely. Let's do that together. Uh, Johnny T writes in, JB, yes, give him one more chance. I think that's the rah-rah approach that some are going to take right now. Give him one more chance, man. He's our guy. If Sam can't do it, no one can. It's not true. Tyler writes in, unlikely. I think he retires to his beautiful lake mansion that the U of A was nice enough to build for him the last four years. I mean, that's a good one. He dubs stepping up. You might be the new Tyler MVP of the show. I don't know what happened to Tyler in Bentonville. He showed up with a broke phone and tried to talk his way through it. And it was bad. It was real bad. And he never showed up again. That's kind of like Mr. Hoover. How about clay? Yes, but it probably shouldn't be. They're going to get killed next year as well. The smart move would be playing young players and evaluating them for the next coach. Sorry, but time to see KJ hit the pine. I mean, that's a real take out of Clay. Nick says probably, Jesse and Joe probably, but you're not telling me why, guys. You're just throwing probably at me. How about Jackie Boy? Yes. Robsy, yes. Mike, Joshua, yes, is in probably. Shane writes in. JB, I love Sam Pittman, but he perhaps should retire gracefully before he gets the boot. I could see that happening, Shane. I could see a scenario where he declines the chance to come back again next year. Uh, Miss Sarah writes in, yes, 100% he'll be back. Why? I don't understand the 100. Are you not watching the games, Sarah? Sarah, are you watching the games? See, Sarah admits she's not watching the games. Well, then why are you voting on these polls? Chris absolutely should be back. He missed on one hire out of all the ones. Chris has been all over the place lately, by the way. Chris and Gravit has been very erratic with the football takes this year. Started 10-2, and two, greatest team in the world. Then he's running around making fun of me and anybody who says there's still hope. And now he's coming back at us with absolutely he should be back. Chris and Gravit needs to explain himself. Because his, his takes here are all over the place. He's earned a chance to turn it around. What? How did he earn a chance to turn what around? Uh, Bob writes in. That was a terrible take out of Chris. Bob says, unfortunately, he probably will be back. He's a great guy, but he's not a good coach. The other question is, who should we hire? And you want to get into that now, right? Can we get someone who makes changes and immediate results or a long-term fix? So I feel like the next coach conversation is coming quick, and maybe we work into that more, I don't know, tomorrow or Thursday or in a few weeks, but it's coming. Don't think it's not coming. Good take out of Bobby boy. Andy writes in, Pittman will be back after they finish six and six and make a bowl game. I mean, if they do, yes, Andy. I'm going to like that one. If they go six and six and make a bowl game, then absolutely positively. And anybody who does that now knows they're going to get trolled. So it's just kind of funny. Craig says, unlikely. DK, my man, the coffee guy, says, yes. Dustin says, shedding Enos gets him one more year and an opportunity to make the right hire. See, my bigger concern is Sam Pittman being in over his head in game situations. I think a lot of y'all don't watch every game because why would you, right? They stink. It's not your job. You can move on. I'm not judging. But if you watch the games, you see a guy who is completely in over his head and really just is not. These were the concerns I had when he was hired four years ago. Go check check the tapes. They're out there. Those fine bomb spots are out there. A lot of y'all killed me for it at the time. That's fine. Got thicker skin than I get credit for. 
I was worried about him learning to be a head coach on the fly. Here we are in year four, and what's he still doing? Exactly. Steve says no doubt he'll be back. See, that's that's just nutty to me. Ray, yes, Robert, probably. The only way I see him not coming back is if they finish three and nine. Robert, you're watching the games. They're two and six. The only game left they might win is FIU, and that is not a lock right now. How about Chuck saying probably? Uh, Mr. Simpson, Bart says, yes, he gets another year. Waylon, Mr. Jennings, back from the grave, probably, but on a tight leash next year. What does that mean? You're going to fire him three games into the season? It just sets you back a whole nother year. Wally has the guts to say no. John says, why would we do that? Denise says, you just can't right now, JB. Phenomenal responses this morning on the right end. So good 60 or 70, y'all. Chiming in bright and early in the first hour of the day. And we are wrapped in our first hour. SEC report. Arkansas Razorback football. Fortunate enough to not have to play a game this week, so they will not lose again. There's no way. Unless it's an intra-squad game of some kind. But the Hogs get off the hook there, which is great to see. And so we don't have to suffer through that this weekend. Uh, games of note in the conference without Arkansas. You got South Carolina at Texas A&M at 11, whatever. Mississippi State at Auburn at 2.30 is a whatever game. Georgia at Florida. Oh, that's Jacksonville, baby, uh, is where they'll play that game. The cocktail party, CBS on 2.30. You get a look-see at Arkansas's opponent one week ahead. I think that's a game worth tuning into. Tennessee and Kentucky, 6 o'clock. And uh, at night on ESPN and Vandy at Ole Miss, gross at 6.30. So not a very good weekend in the SEC. I think Georgia and Florida and Tennessee at Kentucky are the two best games in the league. Basketball, Arkansas getting ready for Purdue on Saturday, 3 o'clock. It's a charity exhibition, but it's also like a real game. And so when we come back after a top-of-the-hour break, my guy Jackson Collier who just can't figure out the technology to save his life. Um, you got to love JC. Basketball, football, we'll talk a little bit of both and come back on the other side and push towards the close. Half hour to work with. So good to have you here. JB inside the Bunker Studio. Y'all are fantastic. We are right back on The Real NWA JB. JB.